It's all about quarterbacks in the AFC. It's also about coaches who might get fired even though their teams made the playoffs. We'll talk about that on Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on NFL, and I hope you locked in to today's podcast, making it your first listen, the Wednesday edition. I am Tony Wiggins, and there is my buddy James Rapine. I told y'all last week was out on official family business, but he's back, and we're back together. We're back in the saddle. I don't know who's riding shotgun, him or me, but doesn't matter. We're back together. Yep, back together again, Tony, and it is playoff time. We have a ton to get to, starting with Mike McCarthy. Today's episode of Locked On NFL is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. It's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. And Tony, naturally, with playoff time and 14 teams making the playoffs, well, you would think that those 14 coaches are safe, but that might not necessarily be the case. And the first coach that comes to my mind is Mike McCarthy, the way the Cowboys have played in recent weeks. If they go to Tampa and they struggle and lose to an 8-9 Buccaneers team that certainly had a roller coaster season thus far, well, I think that uh, Mike McCarthy could be on the hot seat. And yet Jerry Jones, backing his head coach, he said – no, I don't even want to. No, that's it. I don't need to go into all the, the pluses or minuses. I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. Sounds like he's not even uh, considering uh, removing Mike McCarthy, regardless of how this game goes. And those comments were on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Do you buy that, Tony? Or do you think that there's a chance that Mike McCarthy could still be out if they go to Tampa Bay and lose? I don't buy it. That's why I coughed. Because I was going to do that thing that we used to do in high school where we go and, and, and mumble out a word, right? Like, but no, no, I, I don't think it's safe. And here's why I don't think it's safe. Because when the bullets start flying in about criticizing and, and wondering why things didn't go right, do you honestly think Jerry's going to blame it on Dak Prescott? No. Do you honestly think Jerry's going to blame it on himself? Hell no. Do you think Jerry's going to blame it on the fact that he traded Amari Cooper? No. You know what he's going to blame it on? Coach. The one part that is expendable, the one part that you can get rid of and still maintain the enthusiasm for the Mm -hmm. team if you hire someone else or if you promote Coach Quinn from defensive coordinator. Oh. Or. Or. Go out or, and, and bring in Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Your longtime friend. Give up a late first round pick for Sean Payton. And folks will then say, mm-hmm. okay, now this is the Dallas Cowboys. Now here we go. We're cooking with grease and all of that stuff until they don't win again. And Jerry will never blame himself. So Jerry is, mm-hmm. if it comes to the point where he needs to point that finger of condemnation or he needs a scapegoat, it won't be anything he's done or anything that he's responsible for, even though we could ultimately say he was responsible 
for hiring Mike McCarthy, right? But then he could just say Mike McCarthy didn't, didn't. It's not easy to say your quarterback that you owe $200 million isn't doing a good job because now you can't get rid of him and you're stuck with him. And that's mm-hmm. a permanent decision that reflects on you. McCarthy, he could be gone and you could hire another guy in a day and the fans will forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, especially if you hire Sean Payton. And that's the part. That's the the to me, the, the guy that could make this change. Mm-hmm. You go there and lose Tampa Bay. You're thinking Super Bowls. You're talking championships in Dallas, and they're not going to win the Super Bowl, spoiler no. alert, but that's where their mind is. That's where their heart is, and it should be. All right, Mike McCarthy did it with Aaron Rodgers in his prime. I get it. understand it. It was a long time ago. Long time. And Sean Payton's Super Bowl was a long time ago, but he's the bell of the ball. And if he can be had, then I think it would be really, really enticing and tempting for Jerry Jones. So to me, this is almost a package type deal. If mm-hmm. you go to Tampa and lose, well, then is Sean Payton interested in Dallas? Does he want to come to Dallas? I think he would. Obviously, we know the history there. But the thing that Payton has talked about a lot during his media run this year right. is how important ownership is to him with that next job. How yeah. how he wants owners to be all in. Well, guess what Jerry Jones is all in on? You could say a lot about him, and he loves him some him. But you know what he also loves? Winning. And he wants to win. And Sean Payton understands that as well as anyone. So if they lose to Tampa and Sean Payton wants to go to Dallas and you can just have a private conversation that no one else needs to know about, then I, I could certainly see that happening regardless of what Jerry says here. And by the way, he said the right thing. The last thing you want to do, it's right. not back McCarthy going into a playoff game. So he did the right thing. Doesn't mean you can't go back on it, though, and I would not blame him if he did, if they lose to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And by the way, as of today, as we record this on Tuesday, I think they're going to lose to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, but you know Ooh. me. You, you know me. I'm a, I'm a little partial to, to TB12. I think Tom Brady is the GOAT, and I, I think he's still got something left. And I also think he's the better quarterback between these two players. And I think we'll see that on Monday night. Yeah, I think it's going to be an intriguing game. Um, a little bit confused why they're playing playoff, playoff games on Monday. I'm just that's just me. I mean, I'm happy because I get to watch it, right? Because I'm covering like, that Sunday night game. But yeah, I agree. With but you. you're like choosing to take a, a day away from people of rest. It's, it's bonkers to me. You know what I'm saying? So no doubt. Um, yeah, but I, I'm I'm with you. I I just believe that there's also so much pressure when you coach or play quarterback in Dallas. It, it, it And and this is not me being, you know, I'm not a, well, you, you claim I'm a cowboy homer, but I'm not, but mm, here we the, go. The, the thing is, is though I do like in playing for those sports uh, for those Cowboys to playing for the Yankees, because I liken Jerry Jones to being just like the ex, the late great George Steinbrenner. I think it's similar uh, with it's always interesting to me that the first microphone always goes into his face, but he's delegated these other people to be able to deal with it. It's like, why do you have a press secretary? Why do you have a guy? Why do you have a PR staff? Why do you have a coach or GM? If you're going to do and say everything, I I really do believe though, at some point Jerry needs to realize he's not going to win until he gets one voice and that voice has to come from the coach. Until he does that, Everything he does, and he can go around saying stuff like like you gave him credit for not answering that question. 
the bottom line is there shouldn't even be an avenue or a roadmap to anybody to be able to ask you that stuff constantly about your coach because you wouldn't have to constantly answer it that way. So I ain't giving him no credit for, for being honest and telling the truth. I am going to give him a demerit though, from having a situation lined up the way it is so that there's always this thing where he has something to answer to. It just kind of, it would really, really bother me if I was the coach or if I was a player on that team. So I can only imagine how it bothers those guys. I, I have a take that I'm going to hold until next week. We have to see the outcome of this Buccaneers Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. And, and we re- we record on, on Tuesdays for the Wednesday show. So next week, depending on the outcome, but real quick, if, if you're on YouTube and you should subscribe to our YouTube, by the way, locked on NFL, look at Tony Wiggins, shirt. This is your shirt right there. How about them Cowboys? Look at you. How about them Cowboys from the nineties? You see that Tony? Look at that. That's it. <laughs> I don't know how I obtain a, a screen of that, but that is but not I did. my shirt. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a, lie. I just, that's, that's a lie, and that is not my shirt. And I <laughs> and I despise and I despise the Dallas Cowboys it, for what it's worth. So it, I really hate the fact that my homeboy, my buddy, the dude that told me about the childbirth of his child before he told anybody else. They even said his baby, his little baby calls me Uncle Wig already, and she can't even talk. He's going to sit up here and lie on me in front of national people, Uh, in front of the entire world on YouTube, and say that I am a Cowboy fan. I cannot By the way, for for our podcast listeners, it was a a picture of a a gray shirt that said, how about them Cowboys, with uh, one of the the Super Bowl logos from way back. Uh, I think it was Super Bowl. Hey, welcome you back to get all of this foolishness from you, man. Oh man, it's, welcome hey. you back. Welcome you back, and you come over here lying on me already. Uh, lying on you, whatever. <laughs> we'll see. You might be celebrating next week if the Cowboys get it done. Uh, I'll right. be celebrating if if Tom Brady uh, keeps that that run for number eight alive. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But speaking of Tom Brady, well, he used to be in the AFC, and he was mm-hmm. one of the many many great quarterbacks in the NFL for the past twenty plus years. Let's dive into the AFC. Because the AFC quarterbacks and how tough it is, that gauntlet, well, it, it needs to be discussed. But first, a word from TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes. Sleep through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right and guaranteed so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service products only. Video meeting while experts just your taxes required, or while your expert does your taxes required, see guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantee. And since we're going to talk about quarterbacks in the AFC, I got somewhere where you can go practice being a GM. That's right. I'm really geeked by a new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Football GM, and you should be geeked too because if you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, well, your dream can come true and this game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. Here's the things you're responsible for. you got to hire the right coaches and coordinators, 
trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Now, I played on the plane to and from the nation's capital. Plane landed. I was in the middle of a game. My wife told me, hurry up. You got to get off. You can't just sit there and play in airplane mode all day. All right. So locked on NFL listeners can get a 100 free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps in the game store. That's locked on L O C K E D O N all caps. So make sure you check it out today. Download the game. Just visit ultimate dash GM.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate dash GM.com ultimate football GM start your dynasty today let's keep things rolling on a wednesday edition of locked on nfl and thank you as always for making us your first listen wherever you get your podcasts or on youtube tony we both cover afc teams both happen to be in the playoffs the jacksonville jaguars and and trevor lawrence joe burrow and the cincinnati bengals and there's a, a common theme across the afc High-end quarterback play. Mm -hmm. And whether it's Burrow, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, if you don't have one of these studs, it's going to be really, really tough to make a run. And you mentioned this as a topic, and it's a really good one, because we just talked about the NFC with the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady at 45 years old. The quarterbacks in the NFC – they don't look like the quarterbacks in the AFC. The AFC is absolutely loaded. They do not look like the quarterbacks in the AFC. And when you think about this, I thought about the Jaguars. I said, okay, we have a throwdown with Justin Herbert and the Chargers this week. If we win that game nine times out of ten, let's just say all the higher-seeded teams win, we'll be the lowest seed left in the, in the divisional round. That means we would go. Jacksonville would go to Arrowhead to face Patrick Mahomes. And while those two are playing, the other game will be between the Joe Burrow-led Bengals, more than likely, or unless Baltimore pulls the upset. And they'll be up in Buffalo or wherever they'll be playing, whether it's a coin toss or, or whatever, but they'll be playing Josh Allen. So I'm thinking like, okay, if Trevor Lawrence can beat Justin Herbert, and then he could beat the guy who's at the top of the mountain right now, according to most people. He still would have a third game where he would have to play against either Joe Burrow, maybe if Lamar Jackson comes back, Lamar Jackson, but more likely either Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. He just can't get a break. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, So it, it the thought dawned on me, like, over the next – 10 to 12 years, because all of those guys are so young. This is going to be very, very difficult. And you might want to say, well, damn, having a franchise quarterback right now is bad luck because there are so many. But my point is, if you're in the AFC, you better have one or you won't even be competitive, in my opinion, with the way that this Mm -hmm. is looking. You're right. You're right. And this is why, and I didn't necessarily plan on talking about the Dolphins today. But Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, and we'll see what happens with his future in Baltimore. It seems like it's up in the air. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Tua Tungavailoa. Yep, yep. Patrick Mahomes. 
Well, there's one guy that stands out in that group, right? Lamar Jackson's unique, but he's also a league MVP. All of those other dudes look like they are going to be studs for a long, long time. And Lamar does too. I'm not saying, but two is the outlier. And when you talk about this off season and things like that, I don't know if two is going to play this week or not. And by the time people hear this, maybe we know, but it it seems like it's a long shot. Three concussions in a season seems like it's a long shot, Mm -hmm. but this Miami team, how different would it feel if they had Burrow or if they had Herbert or if they had Trevor Lawrence or if they had insert whoever, I think they're going to be in the quarterback market this off season. Mm-hmm. And you you have to be. It's why, from a football standpoint, the Browns moved on from Baker Mayfield and went all in to get Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying it was right, and I know there's a lot of off-the-field stuff, all of that, but why did they do it? They looked around and they said, we're in a division with Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, and we're in a conference with all of these great quarterbacks. So I get the logic. Will it work out? I'm not sure. It didn't work out year one. We'll see. But I get the logic there. Teams are going to be a hunting. And until you get that type of dude, it's going to be really, really tough in a passing league to win and win consistently. And we're going to talk about the Colts in a second, right? And the Broncos. That's what's really tough about those jobs. They're both in the AFC. How are you going to win? Mm-hmm. How are you going to win if you don't have a, an elite quarterback? It's it's a really tough position to be in. Now, and coming into this year, Russell Wilson was in that discussion. No doubt. I thought he was going to be – I thought he was going to bounce back and be really good. As a player – Deshaun Watson, who's also in the AFC at some point, was in that discussion when we and don't could consider be again. and could be again. So Tua would have been in that discussion had it not been for those unfortunate uh, concussions because I think he had started to sort of play his way into that. But those teams like that are on the it, those teams like that are hoping and wishing for a guy like the Raiders. I don't I ain't mad. Well, I may be mad at the Raiders for the fact that they did it a year after they went to the playoffs when they hired Josh McDaniel, who didn't take the team as far. But I understand them saying, no, we're not going to make a $40 million mistake on Derek Carr. And New England needs to be thinking about the same thing with Matt. And the Jets might need to give up on their young guy and start over already because you're right. It is going to be very, very difficult if you do not have a quarterback. You can't come to Kentucky, Kentucky Derby with a quarter horse. They all have to be thoroughbreds. The only way you have a chance to win is to have a thoroughbred. And there's a bunch of them right now in the AFC. And you better get you one if you, if you yep. don't have one. Yep, you better. And that's what makes, honestly, what the Texans did winning. I Blew my I mind. Can't, I can't believe. In, oh, okay. Well, you, you, there's two quarterbacks. No one remembers that game. You what want you first doing? choice. You want first I w- choice. I would have. Honestly, at halftime, I would have fired everybody. I would have done whatever it as an owner. I would have figured it out. I don't care if you get fined. I don't right. care if you get fined two hundred fifty grand, right? Five hundred grand. You want the first pick, not the second pick. Are you kidding me? Are you yeah, kidding? They went. They I, scored and went for two. They doubled down I, on that mess. I would have. Oh my god! I, I, they doubled down on I, that mess. I want the pick of Young or Stroud or neither. If if you don't think either, they're going to pick a quarterback. It. Crazy to me. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyways, you need a quarterback in this league, especially in the AFC. And a lot of teams have them, and that's what's going to make the AFC playoffs. I think it's open. I mean, you could see a lot of these teams making a run, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I can't wait to watch it. But we mentioned the Colts. 
mentioned Russell Wilson a second ago as well. There's a lot of head coaching jobs available. Let's play a little would you rather. We will do that next. But first, a word from Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy the way it should be done. What is what do I mean by that? Well, instead of competing against a bunch of people from across the country, what if you had to compete against the Prize Picks projection? That's right. Mm. You pick two to five players and whether they're going to score more or less than that projection. And you can win up to 10 times the, the money that you deposit and, 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 and use uh, during your entry if you get it right. And so, for example, you could pick Patrick Mahomes to exceed his prize picks projection. You could say Joe Burrow is going to be lower. Jamar Chase is going to be higher. Tyreek Hill is going to be lower. And the list goes on and on and on. I've had a bunch of listeners tell me that they've won with prize picks. And it's not just NFL, NBA college basketball plenty of other sports so make sure you check them out right now in the prize picks app by downloading the prize picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up to play daily fantasy sports and when you make that defer- that first deposit use promo code locked on and you'll get a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 so if you deposit 50 you'll get 50 if you deposit 100 you'll get 100 with promo code locked on again use promo code locked on at sign up at pricepicks.com or the prize picks app all right, thanks for making us your first listen here on Locked On NFL. Your second listen should be the Locked On Sports Today podcast, hosted by my friend Peter Bukowski. You get the top stories from around the world of sports, the use of local experts, all power-packed, 30 minutes or less every single day. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast, wherever, Locked On Sports Today podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Rapine. What you got for me, man, with the – it's a good <laughs> yeah, topic, man, it, and, and I'm sitting here. When you start talking about it and you tease it, I already start formulating things in my mind. Run it down and let me see what I got. Well, we just talked about how tough the AFC is and all these quarterbacks, and the Colts don't have a quarterback, and the Broncos, well, they have a quarterback, but he's, right. he's not the guy that we remember. That's right. So would you rather ride with Russell Wilson? Let's ride. Or would you rather take that Indianapolis job where the GM is certainly on the hot seat? You have an owner who makes crazy decisions all the time. And, uh, I, you know, I personally, I wouldn't have fired Frank Reich when he did, to be quite frank with you. Not no pun intended. And yet he did that with, right. with Jim Ursay making the calls there. So would you rather be the next head coach of the Colts or the Broncos? Good question. But I got a question first. Hmm. When you said no pun intended, did you say to be frank with me? Yep. That's funny. I, like <laughs> I thought, see, I missed that little part because I was reading. And then he said, and when you said no pun intended, I said, that always makes me look and go, what the hell did he say? And then I then I said, it had to be something about Frank Reich. I, and I, I wouldn't have fired Frank Reich, to be frank with you. That's something, something no like pun that. intended, right. Mm-hmm. No pun intended always makes me go, what did he say? Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah. Um, I would take the coast job. For oh. a lot of reasons. Um, oh, wow. I take the coach job mainly because of Les Ride. I, 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 I would want to go out to have to go out there and, and deal with Russell Wilson. And um, and it's not like Russell Wilson riding around like him and Sierra robbing banks or something. Like, riding around. Yeah, like they just riding around. Like they're on some kind of crime spree in Colorado, man. I, ain't, not, I mean, you know, but I mean, he, have you, you seen that I mean. contract? 
people might think there's a right, spree. Right, right. He might have to get rid <laughs> he, of a little. He's office. under contract until he's forty. <laughs> he might have to get rid of a little office he got in our building. He's... And uh, you know, I look, man. I, I don't wrote Russell Williams, Russell Williams, or William Wilson enough. But listen, I just wouldn't want to deal with having to. Even if I liked him and, and could deal with it, I wouldn't want to explain it to his teammates. Mm-hmm. It, it's too much work. I'd rather just come in and be like, look, we suck. The defense is okay. The offensive line has some people. Got a good running back and a couple of receivers, but we need to find a quarterback and do whatever I could to either, one, try to get high enough in the draft to draft one of those dudes, which is hard to do, or number two, try to trade up the way Kansas City did um, or the way Buffalo did with Kansas City when they got Josh Allen. That's hard to do because you got to give up a lot of stuff, especially when you're already not a good team. And number three is the one that they haven't tried yet. Number three, because they've gone out and gotten, if you look at the who's who, if they, they've got, they've tried, man. Luck left early. They got Phillip Rivers to roll up through there. They got Matt Ryan, a couple of guys that's borderline Hall of Famers. I'm surprised they didn't call Tony Romo out of the booth. I would go the Philadelphia Eagles route. Find that guy who is the next dude, the third or fourth guy that most people believe is a late first or early second round selection and try my best to develop him. That's the only thing that they haven't tried. They've drafted, they drafted Luck early. They got, they've had Peyton and Luck in the last 30 years with the first round. Um, I think they used one back in the day on Chris Chandler or somebody like that, and he got traded or, or something of that nature. But the thing is, is you drafted high. You've tried these big-name guys to kick the tires to see what they have left. The only thing you probably didn't try hard enough to do was to develop a young quarterback in the draft. I don't know who that currently is. I'm not going to sit here and tell you who I think it is. But I noticed that the Falcons took the Desmond Ritter approach approach last year. I don't know that they're out of the quarterback market now, but maybe they're also in the market to the point where they say, let's see what the kid has. You know, they might do yeah. that. The the the, the uh, Pittsburgh did it a little bit this year with Kenny Pickett. He fell late in you know in the first round, and they were right there positioned to go ahead and grab him. So maybe that's the route because the other route is hard. It means you have to be really really bad, and there has to be someone there at number one or number two or number five or whatever. That has to be difficult. They're not that bad record wise. They're just not. So they have to take the other route, and, and they have some the, pieces. Yeah, yeah, they have some pieces. I think there's a couple things. The first guy I thought of when you went through the Colts list was, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. It just seems like the next guy that they would go after. And then I thought about Monday night when you have, uh, or was it Sunday night? Sunday night when you had Aaron Rodgers walking off the field. And I'm like, oh, man, desperate owner. If I'm the Packers, maybe you call the Colts and you say, hey, what are you willing to give me for Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers doesn't look the same, Wig. There's no way he should. Aaron Rodgers, I know, doesn't lose to the Lions. Doesn't right. score 16 points in a must-win game. And he just was not. The interceptions were ugly, and one got nullified by a penalty. Anyways, which job would I rather have? I think this is going to be a take because a lot of people are going to just say Colts, obviously. I trust the Broncos ownership that is brand new and I couldn't even name them, but I know that they're willing to spend a lot of money because they did so by replacing the field already for one mm-hmm. game over Jim Irsay, who hired Jeff Saturday. 
that alone, that alone, I don't care that you won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning was there. I don't care that you, you got to another one and uh, it, that it seemed like you were really, really well run. You know what happens when you have these elite quarterbacks? They hide a lot. Yeah. And and it's really hard to win, but it's re- it's really hard to, to look well run when you don't have one of them, especially when you're not well run. And they're not. They, they have an owner shooting from the hip. Worst case, what? You have Russell Wilson for a couple more years, and then you cut him, you take a big cap hit. It's like an $18 million dead cap hit in 2025. If this ownership in Denver believes in you, truly believes in you, because remember, they did not hire the, uh, the Hackett, Nathaniel they Hackett. Did not. They, did not, correct. they did not hire him. Right. So if you have confidence in the, the, this ownership group, like I think I would versus Ursay, I would take the Broncos job because you're probably going to get a third season. They know that it's it's a rebuild. You can still do what you just said. They don't have all of their draft picks, but they have some, and they can wait and try to find a guy in the middle rounds, like you mentioned. I think that's the route you go. Now, if I'm Sean Payton, I'm not listening to either of these guys. No. But if I'm Jim Harbaugh, who clearly feels desperate to get back in the league and it has kind of did what he set out to do at Michigan, they're not going to mm-hmm. win a national title. Sorry. It just doesn't feel like they're going to do that. They're not going to be able to get to that level, even though they've made the college football playoff back-to-back years. If, I, if I'm Harbaugh, I'd probably take – the Colts job because you have the relationship with Ursay. But to me, I, I can't trust Ursay. So I would lean Broncos. And I think I'm in the minority there, but uh, I would. Real quick, Texans or one of those other jobs? Would you take the Texans over the other two jobs? Uh, no, I'd take one or the other ones. I, 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 don't, I ain't got no time with nobody that's going to be firing people after one year, twice yeah. in a row. Yeah. There, no, no, I time, agree. No time. Because that's a thing. Back to back years, that's. Uh, that's scary, and you don't have the number one pick. You could at least flash that out there. Hey, we have the number one pick. You could have your pick of quarterbacks, Harbaugh. You could have your pick of quarterbacks, offensive coordinator that we really want. Now, Well, well I've already seen a rumor that D'Amico Ryans has told him no. By the way, he should. Defensive mind going there. It might take a little time. I think they're going to hire an offensive coach to, to groom whatever quarterback they get. Mm-hmm. But – yeah, you, you fire after a year, scares people away, no doubt, especially if there's a pattern. If it's one coach, one outlier time, it's different. Right. But you do that time and time and time again. And, and the Colts too, by the way. It, are, are you sure that, that these established coaches well, that's are going to be able to – Well, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm scared of Aaron Rodgers because if he slipped, they just they just did that. They did that with Wentz. They did it with uh, Rivers, and they did it with Ryan. Even though Matt, even though Aaron Rodgers is different, his slippage, like he could slip halfway and still be as good as any of those dudes I just mentioned. That's why I call them. Right. If I'm Green Bay, I say, man, Jordan Love can do eighty percent of what Rodgers did this year, and maybe he can't. By the way, maybe he can't. You want to play? You want to see? Maybe- Psychological games. Call the Packers about Jordan Love when you really know you're calling about Aaron Rodgers. They'll be like, no. Why do you want him? You want Aaron? Then you can talk the compensation down a little bit. That's what I do. I'd say neither of them are available, and then try to try to trade it. I bet you. I bet you the the Colts would send a one for Aaron. Hmm. See, ultimate football GM man. All you got to do is play it, and you'll figure it out, right? You can. Would you trade him for a one if you're at the Packers? Uh, yes, I would too. Time to go. Time to move on. Yeah, you cutting all that beef off of your your. 
It's been salary tap too. Yeah, I I go ahead and I I let him go. I let him go and wish him the best. He's the goat in my opinion up, up there. And uh, oh, up there. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I let me Yeah, yeah, I know it. But I I he is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's fine. I you think he's the qualifiers. Yeah, I think he's the most talented. Don't matter. He's got the worst hair I've ever seen on a quarterback too. Before he got a cut. <laughs> Uh, he just might. I think Jeff George was worse, but um, oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Quint Ewers. Doesn't Quint Ewers look like Jeff? He play, he plays <laughs> like him, and he got his haircut. He cut that mullet off. He might play better next year. I, these people don't want to hear about that, man. Y'all look. Thank y'all for tuning in to Locked On NFL for another edition. Make sure you tune in every single day with Locked On NFL because it's a great show every single day. And also check out Locked On Sports today as well. Until next time, this is Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. We'll see you next week.